Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl Mitzi, and this is Mitzi Thinking, and this is episode 48. We are wrapping up Emotion Week, thinking about the emotion shame, 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 shame. Have y'all ever felt shame? <laughs> In my perspective, this is an emotion I honestly struggle with. You know, I'm not even going to lie, I'm going to break it down to you because. I have this problem, you know, I'm not sure exactly where it comes from. It's just there, you know, it's just a cloud, just, just right there. And I think it just hangs out with my best friend, depression. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe how happy I am um, when I was actually going through this. And when I was doing my research on this, I actually... It, it actually helped me understand shame better. It helped me understand the emotion better because I really didn't understand it and I was interpreting it in a different perspective. And now I feel I have more closure, you know what I mean? More understanding, more more of a, a certain perspective. So when I start to feel shame, I actually have a, a, a better way to try to get me out of that thought faster. You know what I mean? So I really do hope that today's episode helps somebody who's also dealing with shame, you know, so that we don't have to deal with this anymore. You know, we don't have to feel trapped in this in this prison of shame in areas in our lives where we have no right to feel, you know, and I hope it gives you peace. So let's just break it down. Per AllyDog.com, shame is an emotion that is experienced following an incident of embarrassing behavior or of having an embarrassing truth or secret come to life. It's an uncomfortable feeling, but totally normal for an emotionally healthy individual. I was able to find research per ClearViewTreatment.com, five ways shame can shape your life. Number one, people who live with shame avoid relationships just because of vulnerability and community they never like sharing their true selves with the world and that's that's true because for me i never wanted to be vulnerable i never wanted to expose myself to the community and i hated sharing myself you know and i think it took me a really long time to just break out of that shell and that's why i think i started mincy thinking you know what i mean because i knew i needed to just break out of myself so now i have y'all <laughs> to listen and judge my own thoughts so anyways number two are prone to suppressing their emotions keeping their thoughts and feelings wrapped up inside and i always do that um i'm always suppressing my own emotions and sometimes i'm just always just keeping my thoughts inside just having them like go through this cycle just inside and it's just oh sometimes it's just cringy to just deal with this day in and day out it's just to feel like you really can't express yourself is hard okay so um number three often feel worthless depressed and anxious and shame is a contributing factor people who are constantly ashamed live out of difficult emotions and a mental battle each day and it's true I honestly feel like it's a mental battle each day. I'm honestly fighting with myself. And, you know, like a part of me is telling me I'm worthless. A part of me is just always anxious. A part of me is just always sad. And I'm always just trying to tell myself that I'm worthy. I'm always just trying to tell myself no need to be anxious. I'm always just trying to tell myself there was a better day. There's better things. There's 
there's something to look forward in the day and it's a constant battle because when I have nothing else good to say and there's more proof in the world of how shitty it is, it's hard. It's hard to tell yourself to not be sad when you feel sad all the time. Okay, I had to take a moment. I'm sorry. Anyways, number four, they are less likely to take healthy risks. A sad defense mechanism to not be devalued by others. Shame keeps people from making decisions to allow others to devalue them, which leads to avoiding healthy risks. And I, I, I believe that's true. You know, that's just true. My number five are more likely to relapse back into the problem behavior. People who live with shame believe they are worthless. So they will treat themselves in a worthless way and engage in behavior that they know are bad for themselves. Anyways, five ways to seek out of shame is number one, seek out relationships and commit to vulnerability with safe people. Number two, move out of your head and into the open by not keeping everything inside. Number three, develop self-compassion. And I think that's the hardest one I'm dealing with is self-compassion. Maybe I should do a podcast on that one. (laughs) Maybe it'll help me figure out how to be more compassionate to myself because I know how to be compassionate to other people. That's not hard. But when it comes to myself, hmm, that's a little harder. Number four, you got to take small risks. And number five, believe that healing is possible. And I think that's the hardest one. I was just believing that it is possible to not feel like this anymore. And it's not like I, I did anything embarrassing. It's just something that's just is just heavy over me and I don't know why but it makes it harder for the healing to actually feel possible to be honest fun fact per psychologytoday.com five factors that make you feel shame number one self-awareness in order to experience shame you must have a self-awareness that others are making you feel a certain way number two self-blame shame and guilt are emotions of self-blame Number three, standards. Everyone has beliefs for what is an acceptable standard concerning actions, thoughts, and feelings. So once they're not met by our own standard, it can feel like shame. And I think that's my problem is that I put a certain standard for myself and then I can't reach it and then I feel shameful. And it sucks because I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure sometimes. I think it's just all on me. Anyways. I need to stop crying. <laughs> Number four, it's a personal trait. Apparently, people high on the trait of public self-consciousness are likely to be shame-prone. Number five, self-esteem. That trait is defined as a subjective attitude towards oneself. Alrighty, let's just go right into the quotes. Number one, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Number two, being ignorant is not so much a shame as being unwilling to learn. Number three, we cultivate love when we allow our most vulnerable and powerful selves to be deeply seen and known. Number three, we cultivate love when we allow our most vulnerable and powerful selves to be deeply seen and known. And it's true, you know, with a certain level of growth and I feel like this is the reason why I think this episode is one of my favorite episodes because it helped me in so many ways. (laughs) 
And I'm probably going to have to listen to this again. And I'm probably going to have to remind myself over and over and over again. But this has helped me understand my shame. And I hope somebody who is listening to this episode is also able to heal from whatever shame that is holding you inside as well. I mean, even if it's just one single person, if nobody fully understands this emotion, then that's fine. But if one single person knows exactly how I feel, then that's, I guess that's all that I'm looking for, you know? And I guess I'm I'm satisfied knowing that at least one understands where I'm coming from. (laughs) And then there's hope for us. (laughs) Food for thought. Healing shame requires a vulnerability to share and to let go of the false story of who we think we are. So let's let go of that false story of who we think we are and let's not blame ourselves for what we cannot always control. So with that being said, bye y'all.